Warning, the following views will be extremely offensive. You will hear foul language, sexual innuendos, and jokes in poor taste. Viewer discretion is advised. I got blisters on my fingers! We'll do it live! Oh, yes. Just like every Sunday, we're doing it live. F it, Bill O'Reilly. This is El Donzo. I'm Dees. Uh, and Dees <laughs> is doing great today. You yeah. look like you just need a couple of aspirins and, uh, and Ten, maybe a monster energy drink. Ten pounds of shit stuffed into a three-pound bag. <laughs> well, why would today be different than any <laughs> other? Any other Sunday. <laughs> so we got a lot of stuff to go over today. We're, you know, kind of encapsulate all this. We're going to go over the bar hearing. Uh, Trump's tweeting, he, he did a doozy and got the left in a tizzy over this deal. We're going to kind of dissect that. We're going to talk about Elon Musk, TikTok, Ellen DeGenerate, Gwyneth Paltrow's snapper candles, and so much more on today's show. You know what? We usually start out with politics. Let's go right into Gwyneth Paltrow's snapper candles and the stuff that she's up to. Well, <laughs> and this isn't really like breaking news. No, the candle we stuff is kind of old news. The candle stuff is old. But there's uh, a new little snippet that came out this week that kind of brought her back up. But as if, I mean, if you don't know, um, I think it's been a few months ago, maybe even longer. I want to say about six months ago. Yeah, she released this candle and the name of the candle is literally, this candle smells like my vagina. What? Who? I mean, if that's not gonna pull in the sales, I don't know what is. I mean, I, I want to. Is it? Does it smell like twenty-five-year-old snapper or fifty-year-old? Yeah, right. Gwyneth Paltrow? You know, I mean, that thing. I mean, she's an attractive chick, but oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to light a candle that smells like anybody's cooter. I. 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 I there's. Why? How do you make Why? that Hold on. scent? Of all, all the vast words you could use, you literally pulled the one that I hate that absolute most well usually when we're not on air i don't have to sugarcoat or well, pussy foot around yeah hey i see what you did there see what i did there yes i and do too? um so then okay so she had that and it was i mean morning talk radio had a field day with it and recently i want to say within the last probably month she released another one that that i think was called this candle smells like my orgasm. Now I don't know what's the difference. Why there would be a yeah a huge difference there, but she's got to be hitting some midlife crisis, something to where she she feels like she wants to see if people will buy her products based on her anatomy. Like, does she want that self fulfilling? Like, oh my god, they really want to smell my vagina. I, I mean, no, I mean, look, it, if she wants to sell me a candle, you know, she can put her vagina on my face and then we'll talk, but I don't want to smell the candle that's there. That's why we have a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. I, I don't want any negative comments. I don't, my mom will call me. She's like, I, I just can't believe you said that. Why Sorry, are you guys Pam. talking about that? I can't share this with my friends now. Cause you talked about pussy. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be able to go into the bank this week. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think we just lost some uh, listeners at the bank over this one. So, no, but she's in back. the news for something else, though. Besides her, her vagina scented kick. <laughs> yeah. So recently, she revealed that the uh, Cheryl Burkoff, who, if you don't know who that is, is that she, is that Gary's wife? No, Rob Lowe. Burkoff, Gary Burkoff, Mash. Who? Which one was that? 
He was I, radar. I never from watched Atumwa, that show. Iowa. You never watched Mash? No, I really did. My mom was like super into it. I've but seen I like just every never... episode a hundred times. I mean, as you got to remember, I was a kid and I just never got into it. When I have watched bits and pieces of it, it is funny. Um, but I never was like one of the diehard Mash people. We're going off on a tangent, but it was yeah. actually it was really funny when they started. But when Alan Alda started writing the episodes. It's like got way political and like messagey. Really, it was still funny. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was just kind of lost its lost its thing, especially after McLean Stevenson left. I think that's why he left too. Yeah. But Gary Berghoff, for people that don't know it, who played Radar O'Reilly on Mash, is a consummate drummer. I mean, he is, oh, is a he? jazz drummer. Oh yeah, he's. I think he even plays drums in one episode. But yeah, he's big time drummer. But anyway, we'll who, get. Who was the one that always dressed? Clinger. Like a- no, dressed like a clinger. Yeah, the Corporal woman? Clinger. Yeah, always dressed, cross dressed. Okay. Yeah, uh, Jamie Farr was Corporal Clinger. Yeah, that's his name, Jamie Farr. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, we went, like I said, way off the rails. Yeah, there. but that happens. Cheryl Burkoff, who is now uh, the wife of Rob Lowe. Um. Anyway, it was like I said, Gwyneth recently revealed that it was her that taught Gwyneth how to give blowjobs. So and, and this. Cheryl uh, Burkoff taught, taught Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow how to give blowjobs. How to, how to give BJs. There, there are no details as far as to how she instructed this course. I want to know how this makes it into the news cycle. Uh, right. Especially with, well, it is on page six, um, which is, I mean, it's true. It's even Rob Lowe's son, who is now 25, actually took to Twitter to kind of make light of it and saying that, you know, of of everything that's happened in 2020, the last thing he wanted to know is that his mom was basically given Hummer lessons. Why would anybody say that? When don't you have any respect for your family? Who, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, Gwyneth or uh, yeah, I mean, well, I guess well, that's I mean, not Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, she's. I not, mean, she's got no shame. She makes and, candles and just, that smell like her snapper. So I don't know what the big deal. To is. be fair, this uh, this apparently happened a long time ago, um, before. Uh, Cheryl even married Rob but, or dated okay, Rob. So she was dating she, Keanu Reeves so at the time. She taught Gwyneth Paltrow how to fillet Keanu Reeves. Is that what we're it does, to No, it does not say that. She just says that at the time, Keanu. Cheryl was dating Keanu. Doesn't say that he was the uh, uh, model. The recipient. Or the, yeah, it just the says recipient. that that's, who, that's how she met her. Was She was really young in the... Uh, just getting started in industry and met this woman and yeah, they hit it off. And at some point she taught her how to play the skin flute. Wow. Absolutely. Just wow. Blown yeah. away with that one. So how's that for an opener folks? Yeah. You didn't see that one coming. Did you? You thought you was going to get El Donzo ranting and raving about politics right out of the gate. Didn't you? No, we talked about Gwyneth Paltrow and her, and her BJs and snapper candles. <laughs> so anyway, we, so we, yeah, we got that out of the way. So let's go into the bar hearing. Did you get to see any of this? Bits and pieces. This, I've never seen a hearing like this before. The Democrats brought Barr in to pretty much grill him. And yeah, uh, I commend and, and him for holding it together as, as well as he did. I just snapped. Yeah. They didn't even let him have a lunch break. He had to like throw a pissy fit to get a five minute recess so he could grab something to eat. Well, let's be honest. He could miss a meal. Well, he ain't no J.B. Pritzker, I can tell you <laughs> no, that right true, now. true, true. Hey, he's over. He's 70 years old. Anyway, so one of the big things they were grilling him about was the Portland protests, uh, which have turned violent, and Antifa and rioting, which uh, dipshit Jerry Nadler called that a myth. 
you know, Barr did his best to shut it down. He, he actually got some words in there when they'd allow him to or when they had to take a breath. It, Bill Barr called this assault on the government for what they're doing in the federal courthouses, which it is. So they pretty much just, just grilled Barr and put words in his mouth. And then when he would go to answer questions, they'd cut him off. I can't tell you how many times I heard reclaiming my time after they'd ask him a question. He wouldn't, he'd start to utter and explain his answer, and they'd just cut him off. Yeah, it seemed like they wanted just a one-word answer basically to entrap him or something. That's exactly what yeah. they were doing. But I watched a lot of it, and they never – he really didn't stumble too much. Right. I thought he did pretty damn good uh, considering the situation he was in. Yeah. But yeah. it was a circus. That's all it was. They didn't prove any facts. If you take an average citizen, just your average independent, and they watch that, they would not vote for another Democrat again. They'd be out of their minds if they did it because they made this into just a three-ring circus. Um, he was making the point that there's a high risk of voter fraud, too, by, as he put it, wholesale conversion of election to mail-in voting. And that's something else they argued and grilled him on. But he could not get an, a word in edgewise. I don't know why people keep going to these hearings. I don't, if I was barred, I'd never go to another one again. I'd tell him, you've got to run me through the ringer to get me out here. Right. And it was pointless for him to even speak. Yeah, I mean, what? Did, I don't even think that they really accomplished anything, did they? No, they didn't. I mean, that same old uh, shuck and jive with them. They accused Barr of using double standards for Trump. Uh, one of the statements they made, and I can't remember which one it was, which rep did it, uh, but it was, of course, a Democrat. They accused him of taking it easy on Trump's friends and punishing his enemies. And Barr's reply was, which one of his enemies did I punish? And they couldn't answer it. Right. Then they went into the whole Roger Stone thing about dropping down his sentence. And every time he tried to explain, and he actually did a pretty good job explaining why Stone's sentence and and uh, Michael Flynn's sentences, you know, standing up for that and how they did it and how they structured it. And he's going through the whole spiel about, hey, I went to the judge. The judge approved this. We traced back other cases and put it in line with those. He said that they wanted seven to nine years for him, for Roger Stone. He said, this is insane. So they used age and other things in there to factor his, factor his sentence. But it was just, he couldn't get a word in edgewise. It was, it was actually infuriating to watch this. I mean, if anything, it seems like Barr has gone light on Trump's quote-unquote enemies. I mean, there's been... Nothing further with the Hillary thing, you know. With no. the, I mean, and he's letting Durham do that. Nothing with the the whole uh, spy scandal on Trump's campaign with uh, Obama and Biden. Um, nothing with the whole Biden Hunter Biden shit. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure that's going to come up. But they're, you know, what they're doing? They're doing an actual investigation into that right now. They're not doing what the Democrats do which is jump the gun on shit when they have no evidence for it, which is exactly what they did with the Russia gate and all this other stuff. That's exactly what they did. And for them to grill Barr, who's been pretty neutral in all of this, I mean, if you watch Barr and listen to him, he really doesn't pull a lot of punches with Trump. But when he believes Trump's right, he backs Trump up. And they don't like that. But you got to remember back to Eric Holder, who quote, he's quoted as saying, I'm Obama's wingman. So how can you hold a standard for one and not the other. Right. I don't get it. I just, I mean, it's just, if you get a chance, go back through and watch the bar hearing. There's way too much stuff to go through, but there was definitely a difference between the Democrats and the Republicans. And some Republicans actually pissed me off too, because I think some of them sort of should have sacrificed their time a little bit more 
after a Democrat got done to let Barr answer for the full five minutes. Right. I think that would have been more beneficial than stroking Barr, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I was that kind of infuriated me a little bit, but it is what it is. Um, but like I said, they accomplished nothing in my eyes. Zero. So. And then, of course, going into this election fraud, we talked about that, the mail-in voting. Trump got everybody's panties in a bunch. Yes, he, he did. made a t- tweet about mail-in voting and all this uh, mail-in ballots and all this other stuff and coronavirus. And at the end of it, he raised a question and his statement was delay the election question mark, question mark. I mean, at this point though, he had to know the kind of fire that was going to start. Yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing, especially, I mean, there's, there's been people idiots, by the way, who have made this, dumb claim that they think Trump's going to have to be forced out of the white house that he's he, not, that's, he's going to lose the election, but what it, like, he's going to nail himself into the oval office. That's not going to happen. All right. He's not going to do that because yeah. he, because he would make himself look worse, but just the simple, worse. yeah, just the simple fact that no, they want that to happen. People want that. Oh to yeah. Happen. They yeah. want him to throw a big hissy fit and like, but that's not, that's, that's, that is so far out in left field. Yeah. If he loses, yeah, he's going to probably unleash a Twitter tirade, the likes that we have never seen. And that's fine. Yeah, but he's not, like I said, he's not going to like stomp his feet and handcuff but himself to the... Delaying the election would take an act of Congress. Trump can't do it. He knows he can't do it. And I don't think he wants to do it. I think he wants to get the election done and over with on November 3rd. He said he wants results that night. And mail-in voting is not going to produce that. That's going to be such a quagmire on an epic scale, the likes of which we've never seen. If this country goes to mail in voting. Now people, people say on the left that mail in voting is no different than what the military does. It's completely different than what the military does or people that are at schools or traveling for work. Mm -hmm. Those people have to get absentee ballots. They have to request those and they have to usually in some States state a reason why they need it and have those mailed to their address. They're on request only. Mail-in ballots, what they do is they go through the voter registration. You're going to get it with your coupons. Yeah, you're going to get it with your coupons. So they're just going to like flagrantly mail out ballots and think this is going to work and think this is going to be accurate. There's no reason for this. Dees and I were talking before the show. Look, if you can go to Walmart and put a mask on and go shopping with a whole bunch slew hundreds of, of hundreds people. of people it can be as packed as they can possibly pack it you can fly on airplanes yeah thought airplanes are just recirculated farts and sneezes that's all that is in a tin can thirty thousand feet above the planet yep so if you can do that why can't you put a mask on and socially distance at the polling place it doesn't make any sense the only reason they want this is to cause trouble i'm telling you right now because there's no other explanation for why they would be pushing this through. It's a hell of a lot easier to alter things and, and push things in the direction that you want when there's no accountability. No, you know, I mean, it's bad enough that we've seen without the mail-in voting that dead people are registered, Look at Chicago. And, registered and voted and they've been dead for 10, 15 years. How do you think it's going to happen when it's a mail-in when there is no voter fraud? is not a myth that yeah, happens and absolutely. it gets caught. The only problem is a lot of it doesn't get caught. Right. Oh, that, for you sure. just don't hear about it because they cover it up. Yeah. I mean, how many, what did it say? 8,000 ballots were rejected in New York. Right. It's like, this is, you can't do this. 
I get the absentee ballots. Of course, you have to have absentee ballots. They've been around since the Civil War. But mail-in ballots is completely different. It's it's going to be nothing but a mess if they do this. And it and I think Trump raising the question, do we delay the election? Throw it back at him. You want to delay everything else? You want to shut all these businesses down? Right. You know, you want to delay the opening up of the economy? Should we delay the election too to be safe? As opposed to mail-in ballots? Yeah. That's, That's all he was saying. And I you know, we can we can there's there's tweets that have pissed me off. That one didn't. That one was Oh yeah, no, I agree. I like I said, he knew or should have at least known that it was going to start the shitstorm that it did, but it was not even anywhere remotely close to some of the ridiculous things that he's tweeted out before. Oh, I agree. He asked a question and everybody lost their minds. And I think it's funnier than hell. Right. So and then we had John Lewis. John Lewis passed away and had his funeral this week. And Obama got up there and and made some uh, made some political yeah, arguments. Tur- turned it into a, a political campaign. Absolutely, he did. Absolutely. And you know who uh, they, they ripped Trump for not being there. I saw a lot of this. Uh, actually, Obama made uh, insinuations that this was going to turn into Nazi Germany. So it's just mindless BS about how they're sending federal agents in to attack peaceful protesters. That's not going on. But the problem is people actually believe that it is because they only want to look at one side of things. They don't want to do their due diligence. They just believe whatever their friend sends them on Facebook messenger. And Oh my God, look at this. This, this mother got hit in the face with a rubber bullet and she was doing nothing but peaceful protesting. Look, you can peaceful protest, but if you go to a riot and peaceful protest in front of rioters, (laughs) <laughs> look, yeah, you're, you're, that's no longer peaceful. I mean, no, you could be standing there, but you're standing in the middle of a riot. You're standing amongst people that are assaulting federal law enforcement officers. Play stupid games, win, win stupid, stupid prizes. prizes. What is a 40 year old mom doing out there standing in front of her 20 year old Antifa wussy kid anyway? Right. These kids wants to these kids want to go out there and be uh, civilly disobedient. Let them go out there. Let, let's see what they're made of. So I don't buy that at all. Uh, but yeah, so Obama was at John Lewis's funeral. Of course, Trump didn't go, and I can't imagine why. Oh, you know, it's maybe that John Lewis was spearheading along with the rest of the other Democrats trying to get him out of office. Why would he go there? And you know who else wasn't there? Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden doesn't know where he was that day. You were talking about the protests, and I, I should have brought this up earlier, but it just literally popped in my head. Did you see... The story about the, I think he was a Vietnam vet, older guy, that they pepper sprayed in a protest. Oh, they, yeah. CNN and all the left made big deals about all oh, the, the cops just maced this guy peaceful protesting. And yeah, he did not get physical with the cops, but he's standing there eight to ten feet away, screaming at him, ranting and raving, and the cops are just standing there. Not saying a word, nothing, as they should. Right. And then the guy l- lunges towards one of the cops, and, and not ain't and, yeah, not like he he wasn't cocked fist or nothing. He just got up to scream in his face, and the guy blasted him with the fuck with the pepper spray. And they're making a deal like, oh, that's police. Bru-. No, it is not. Have you ever been, have you ever been pepper sprayed? Yes. It, it sucks, but you're not yeah. going to die from. It. No. Okay. And, they call that they call it use of chemicals. It's pepper spray. Chemicals is something different. Yes, is pepper technically a chemical? Yes, it is. But that's 
women carry this no, stuff in their purse. No, you're just going to be miserable for a few hours. It's but the whole point of making it is just it, it pissed me off the way that it was presented that you know the cops were wrong. No, they weren't. I, I would have done the exact same thing. Now, if they would have pulled batons and just beat the holy hell out of him, yeah, okay, I, I see your point there. But he, the cop literally, the guy was coming and he waited until he got like a foot away from him and he just quick spray, boom, backed him off and then the cop didn't move again. Like He did his job, but that's, yeah, that's, exactly. that's the problem. You're making these cops, when you go out here and do this, you're making them have to do their jobs. I've known plenty of cops and when it comes to breaking the law or do something, doing something iffy, the ones I've always known have said, excuse me, I got the burps today. Don't make me do my job. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to mess with you. Don't make me do my don't job. Don't want no shit. Then don't start no exactly. shit. Exactly. That's what this all boils down to. Yep. You're going into a heated situation with people that are out there to protect society. They're to police a free society. They put their lives on the lines every day and you're going up there and acting like this. Good that you got pepper spray. Yeah. I mean, good on the cops. I, I saw another video, and I don't know what the, the timeline of it was, but just an example. A cop was arresting a man, had him down on his knees, cuffs behind his back. And the, the cop was reaching on his radio or something, and another guy comes up and just starts blasting the cop, punching, like knocked him, not unconscious, but, I mean, sucker punched him and just started beating the holy hell out of him. The man... Both were African-American, by the way, the man being cuffed and the, the man that attacked the police officer who was white. The man that was cuffed, along with a couple other and finally like five or six others, did everything in their power to get that man off the cop. And the first guy to get there to try and help the cop was the dude that was cuffed. I mean, he couldn't do a whole lot because his arms were behind his back, but he was like using his legs trying to separate the two. Jesus. But you never see anything about that on the news. No, you don't. No, you don't. And I'll tell you how bad this has gotten with, with them portraying things to be like 180 of what they actually are. During uh, during Barr's hearing, and once again, I apologize. I cannot remember, recall the name of the representative or whoever said this. But when she was dressing Barr down, she mentioned Rayshard Brooks, a black man that was killed by police officers for sleeping in his car. She said this. She should have been taken out back and flogged. Yeah. Because that's what people are believing. Oh, yeah. Rayshard Brooks got what was coming to him. Rayshard Brooks, Brooks, as we say all the time, played a stupid game and won a stupid prize. Yeah. He could have just gone in the drunk tank for the night. He got out. He fought with the cops. He assaulted both of them. He took the taser. And when he went to fire the taser, he actually got a shot off. Yeah, he did fire the he taser. He fired the taser at him. And then they shot him. And then they tried to provide rescue assistance to him yeah. they did everything right but that's how it's being portrayed although he wasn't going to spend the night in the drunk tank because if you remember he was out on parole early because oh of you're right you're right he but was you going know what? away that, you know that's what? the only reason that he did what he did because he didn't want to go back to prison which is exactly where he would have went it's better than being shot but still yeah it's still uh, no he was scared of going back to the, yeah he was 0.153 that was his alcohol, so yeah. he wasn't quite twice the legal limit. Yeah, but I mean, he, uh, but point one five three isn't isn't falling on the ground, stumbling drunk. Maybe no. enough to pass out if you've had a long night, right. of course. But point one five three, I mean, th this guy did not want to go to jail. He was fighting for a reason. He thought the whole time he was probably going to get off with a slap on the wrist. He was trying well, to, but yeah. when they put the cuffs on him, he then lost he knew. His shit. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, the cop was being all nice, and as soon as, like I said, as soon as they grabbed the wrist to try to put the cuffs on him, he knew that 
It was, and then his girlfriend went and burned down time. the Wendy's because they called the cops because some guys passed out in his car in the yeah. drive-thru. So, and this is how they portray that. This is what they want to say. Well, he was just an innocent black man, unarmed, sleeping in his car, and the cops killed him. Kiss my ass. Oh, my God. I tell you what. Yeah, this, this year is, I'm just, I'm over it. I'm so over it. Yeah, well, you know what? We and it's not going to, here's the bad thing is it's not going to get any better. Because I don't care what the outcome is. If if the outcome is Biden wins, then we're screwed. I mean, every see Biden was a moderate. Yeah. I mean, look, three years ago, would, would a Joe would a Joe Biden presidency like have devastated me? No. I mean, Barack Obama's presidency didn't devastate me. I didn't like him. Yeah. He did. He did things I wholeheartedly disagree with, but it wasn't the end of the world. But see, I don't. This, Go ahead. This will literally be the end of the United States at this point. And I'll tell you why. Because Joe Biden's lost his mind and can't make up his own decisions. And that's the thing that I think what is going to happen. Joe Biden will, if Joe Biden wins the election, he will not see f- four years. No, he's already called it. He's going to be a transitional president. He's already called it. He's not even committed to doing a second term. No, no. I'm saying he won't make it through the first term. Oh, I agree. I, I agree. There's a I possibility of that. I, and pay very close attention to who he picks or who they pick well, as his running mate because I'm I'm calling it right now Joe Biden if he wins the election will resign within 2 years. I would have to say that that's a there, that's a probability. There's yeah. a probability there that's going to happen. Uh yeah, he's I Kamala Harris is in the running for that. I think she's yeah. going to get it. I mean, all everything points to that. It's already been leaked from uh, his campaign that that's what's going to happen. And I can't remember what tangent I was on before you brought that up. Um, so I'm going to sit here and try not to make any silence because, you know, dead um, air. we had that problem last weekend. What yeah, was I going to say? Like twice. I know that was like the first time we've ever had right. that issue and to the point where I didn't even know what to do. I was just looking at you waiting on you to talk. Yeah. Anyway, I was trying to get my thoughts together on something and usually D's just jumps right in there. But last week he was reading something and yeah, I stopped talking. I looked over at him. It took me a second to realize that there was nothing coming through my earphones. But Yeah, but that happens. Did but, you think of it yet? Because we've rambled on long enough. I was hoping oh, that would spark your thoughts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to talk about all well, that too. But Trump had a uh, had an interview with Chris Wallace. Yeah, Did we you? talked about that last okay, week. Okay, and yeah. he, called, he called Biden out on that. He goes, you know, Biden's not going to come up here. Biden's not going to sit through an interview like this with you. Mm-hmm. And he said something that was actually kind of funny. He goes, after after five minutes, Biden would be rolling on the floor going, Mommy, Mommy, get me out of here. <laughs> well, guess what? Chris Wallace has been asking for the same type of interview with Joe Biden. And on a Sunday, on a Sunday, on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace, and Biden's campaign said he's not available. So something's going on with this cat. Yeah, he's just... But the, oh, the point I was going to make was he was a moderate, but he's so got his dementia so bad at this point. Whatever they tell him to do, he's going to do it. Right. So he's endorsing the Green New Deal from AOC. I mean, all this stuff. He's getting in, getting in line with Bolshevik Bernie Sanders. Uh, this is scary stuff going on here. I mean, he's literally become a brain dead puppet. Yeah, I did see that Biden tweeted the other day that uh, he said. Mm-hmm. When I'm president, Biden didn't tweet anything. Well, I, I know, but he said, when I'm president, you won't have to worry about my tweets. Well, that's because there's not going to be anybody there to teach you how to use the freaking computer. His gray matter is so deteriorated. So anyway, I don't, I, I don't know. This is going to be really interesting, but you're right. It's just going to get worse mm. no matter what happens. Yeah. Cause and uh, 
to continue on in that point, you know, we already know we're pretty sure what's going to happen if Biden does win. But if Trump wins, it, I, you see what's happening. It's going to be this. I, they are I, going to. I don't. I, I'm going to tell you one thing I, that I kind of disagree with you on with that. And this is all happening because it's a, an election year. Okay. There's a lot riding on this for the Democrats. I think there's a good probability that if Trump wins, it's going to start to cool down a little bit. I see. I, I don't think so. I think there's a chance that's going to happen I, because this is this is their Hail Mary to get him out of the White House. All this stuff going on with the coronavirus and the protests and and uh, the guy, Minneapolis, what's his name? George Floyd. Floyd, yeah. I think all this is being blown out of proportion because this is their Hail Mary. This is their last chance to make him look bad enough to get him voted out. And I think if he retains that White House, what you're going to see is a big investigation into how Russia influenced the election again. And that's going to be about the gist of it because they know he's got four more years after that. There's nothing they can do about it. Now, if they were smart, if Trump gets reelected, they should start focusing on a good, yeah, moderate Democrat. Put yeah, put help a, put take a Mitt Romney decent campaign or a decent. Uh, uh, no, I can't even think of the wow. I'm stupid today. Candidate, that's the word I'm looking for. Today, Junior. But yeah, I mean, they haven't put forward a decent damn candidate in the last two elections. No, they, that- they they haven't. Hillary Clinton was a wreck, and it's it's actually laugh. I can't believe it. I mean, they should have done better, but they haven't. So you know what? Moving on, Elon. Oh, shit, that just jumped out of nowhere. My microphone. Elon Musk. Uh, he he made this tweet about aliens built the pyramids, and he. <laughs> He, his tweet was, aliens built the pyramids, OBV, like obviously. Well, now Egypt's all jacked up about this, and they want Elon Musk to come out there so they can educate him. And it's like... Well, see, with, with the, I like Elon Musk. I do too. And I think a lot of the stuff that he says is kind of tongue-in-cheek. I, oh, I do too. Uh, he might believe that. I mean, he obviously, SpaceX and everything, he's all for it. And, and like... Myself, uh, he believes that they're that we aren't alone in this universe. Speaking of which, how have we not touched on? Well, because it wasn't; it was kind of brushed under the rug. The New York Times. Did you see like two weeks ago when they the New York Slimes? What they do? Well, they basically released uh, documents from the Pentagon. Oh, about the UFOs. Yeah, and aliens. The, yeah. I mean, how is this not? Well, I know how it's not because of all the other bullshit going on this year so tell me more about this because i've only heard about it they basically like these are from the pentagon they basically say in these reports that they have recovered craft not of this earth like they're 100 convinced these are craft spaceships whatever the hell you want to call them Jesus, not of this yes I got to read this i don't know how i missed that i heard there was a report about ufos but i didn't know they actually have yeah, Joe Rogan did a thing on it, but yeah, they they literally came out and admitted that they have something that was not made here, and it is like a at one time functioning technological craft. Okay, so there's an excitement there for stuff like that, but are you really surprised that they found it? That they oh, found no, not something? at all. I'm not either. No, I mean, how, I'm surprised that it, it hasn't been made a bigger deal than it, than it was. How ignorant can you be to think that we're the only form of life? Yeah, there's just no way. I, I, and without getting in too much on a tangent about religion, I 
you or nobody else is going to convince me that this all-powerful being just picked one little speck in the universe and said, let's put something there. Oh, I agree. And nowhere else. I agree, but there's actually religious people, and I am, one, I'm not really religious, but yeah, I, I like the idea of, okay, there. let's say there is a God. Why couldn't we interpret the story of how the earth came to be and encapsulated everything? Why do we think that if there's a God, he, like you said, only created one little speck of life? Right. It's improbable. No, I just, yeah. I'll say it. It's impossible. Like, yes, I mean, not improbable, impossible. This infinite universe, and we are the only planet that is the, you know, almost precise distance from the nearest star to look at it this way and have life on it. It's look just at, not look at what we've done in the past 75 years. Uh, we're, we're gearing up to go to Mars. We're gearing up to actually send people to explore another. Oh planet. yeah. And okay. Now we'll you... never see like Mars. I don't necessarily think Mars has any more life on light, it. life on it. I think maybe they're, they, they did, they, they, they did find traces microorganisms. of water and, and yeah, so the, it's a possibility but I, I don't think we'll ever see, like, you know, true, like, civilizations on other planets for the simple fact that they're Maybe just not. so far away. Maybe but not. But I definitely think they're there. Like, but check this out. Look at how far we've come in 75 years in space travel. Yeah. Okay? Now imagine if our civilization was 20,000 years older than it is. No. Yeah. Imagine what the technology would do. So if there is life out there, it's... It's probable that they're older than we are. Oh, for sure. And that they could easily find us and 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 study us. Right. I, I mean, mean, I just we we know that. Well, if you have any intelligence or common sense, or we understand that there was likely life on this planet for millions and millions of years. When you talk dinosaurs and everything, so well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, you know. Chances are there was that same life somewhere else out there millions and millions and millions of years ago. And just 20,000 yeah. years can make I mean, the difference between uh, crossing the galaxy. I mean, look at what we've true. done. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they got light speed in Star Wars, so I mean, some, somebody could have that technology out there somewhere. And according to the Pentagon, somebody does because they have, like they said, a craft not of this earth. Well, that's awesome. That's so. awesome. I'm going to have to read up on that. Um, I yeah, just can't cool. wait for the lightsabers, dude. I would, I would so give my right arm for a lightsaber. I would, but <laughs> and you might. I'd give, I'd give my right arm to be ambidextrous too, but can't do that. So anyway, so yeah, Elon Musk uh, came out with this thing, and I guess that really insulted Egypt. So they want him, to, and I think it was tongue in cheek. But looking at that stuff, there is a lot of discussion about how do they. If you ever watch Ancient Aliens, mm -hmm. there are some really cool things like. My brother made this point, thousands and thousands of year old stones that have been cut. Mm -hmm. And there's no way to cut that without a CNC machine. Right. There's there's no way you can cut it at that accuracy and the depth and maintain all that. So there is some cool stuff out there. Oh, and yeah. I think I think them finding craft or re remnants of craft. I mean, I think it's just it's common sense. It was going to happen at some point. Right. And well, I mean, just look at it. all of the like the the marvels of the world. And I mean, with no tools. Yeah, like compared to what we have, I mean, they had basically a a hammer or like a rock and a spike to rock and another spike yeah, to chip away this stuff. But 
So anyway, we'll be following up on that. Elon Musk always likes to stir the pot. I guess uh, Tesla is also suing Rivian. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, Tesla's suing Rivian for a lot of money uh, because, and they've always had a friendly banter back and forth, Tesla and Rivian. But I guess that Tesla is claiming that Rivian was poaching their employees and encouraging them to bring trade secrets with them. Oh, wow. So that's going to be something... I don't know what's going to happen there. The, but. Pl- the plant here might not open or yeah. get shut down before it opens. That'd be terrible. That'd be terrible for the community if it, this doesn't happen. Yeah. And then also in the news, TikTok. Again, yes. Again. Uh, I think Trump's going to shut that down. Microsoft's looking to buy it, but they want to shut it down because it's basically a spy app for the Chinese government. And this has been going around for at least six or eight months that this is what TikTok is. Yeah, it... it there used to be an app called Vine that was basically the same style of app, just very short little snippets of videos. And then it went away and people were, you know, Snapchat is still huge. But then this TikTok came out and it, like you said, what, six, eight months has literally just exploded. Like, and Yeah, and everybody's downloaded on their phone in the States. China knows what they're doing. I don't have like it. this. You don't have. Well, I don't either. But yeah. we're not 16 year old girls. True. And, you know, that's the bad thing about if TikTok, TikTok gets done away with. I mean, the only way to see dancing 16-year-olds is going to be on a plane ride with Bill Clinton. So, yeah, yeah. boom, 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 So, anyway, yeah, so TikTok, they're getting rid of that. Uh, I think it's a good thing, especially if they can sell it. They're trying to encourage, I think, China to sell it off to Microsoft or somebody here in the States. And I think that's what it looks like they're going to do. Did you also hear about the Chinese seeds? Yeah, even like I know Pekin put out a warning that there were people yeah. that were starting to get them. Yeah, so there's two That's things. That's creepy. There's two things. They're they're claiming now the seeds would be invasive to the United States if they get planted, and they're also seeing this as like a uh, like a red herring. Well, they're not they're I, like a like a trial run. I to see how we say react. that they would be invasive. They warned that they could be. Because as of now, they haven't said what the hell these seeds even are. Well, the other night, I was watching the news, and they had somebody on there. He was a, I can't remember his Chang, I think was his name. Not Gordon Chang. Maybe it was Gordon Chang. He was saying that there's a high probability these seeds are invasive anyway, but they can't find any harm or any chemical. There's nothing in them. It's just a dry run for the Chinese to see how we'd react to them sending something like that over here. Yeah, because a lot of people, they were getting them with like small little other items that they still never ordered. But, right. you know, they were packaged with something. But then there are some people that are just getting seeds. Yeah. I mean, I'd be very leery to get anything unsolicited from China. I'd be very leery to get seeds from my neighbor if i didn't ask for like you know i mean really who the hell does that Here, here's china some seeds. china well, does. yeah you know apparently. how pissed off i got i ordered a sleeping pad from uh i can't remember where it was i thought it was made in the u.s i got it and opened it up it was made in china i didn't want to sleep on it that's how much i hate the chinese at this point the chinese government not the chinese people oh god we're yeah. gonna get banned now and then uh so tiktok but also in the news and this is this is incredible ellen degeneres as i like to call her ellen degenerate uh, her show's probably going to be done away with here in the next week or two. Uh, if you haven't been following this, there's been a lot of reports of sexual harassment, sexual assault, uh, racism on her show. And she's had bodyguards come out and show guests that say that she's just a horrible person to be. Yeah. With. I went down the rabbit hole. I actually, I want to say early this week, there was, I, I saw a, a little 
tweet story or whatever come up on Twitter and I clicked on the link and it literally was just tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet of people sharing story personal stories or stories because like they might be in the industry but not necessarily work for Ellen's show but right. they know people who do and just talk about how insane that woman is off camera like like if, for example if an intern walked in to the office where Ellen was at or where during a meeting Ellen would literally stop completely stop talking stare at the floor until the intern left that's nuts, yeah. man. And if you passed her in the hallway, you were not allowed to speak to her. And not allowed to look at her, yeah. too. There yeah. was also people who were not allowed to look at her. But this goes way beyond her being a bitch, which I've always thought that for years. She's so phony. I mean, you just watch her show. It's like nobody can be that happy. I've never been able to tolerate that show. I've never have either. And then just knowing that when the cameras go off, she she when the cameras go off or they go away from her, she's roar. Right. She grows horns and shit. It's like, God, what? I don't like phony people, but... Uh, I guess the executives on her staff was one guy named Kevin Lehman. Uh, he's obviously gay because he gropes the younger male interns and the workers there, makes sexually suggestive conversations like, ask them, are you a top or a bottom? Uh, he solicited, solicited oral sex from one of them at a party in 2013, was seen grabbing another one by a penis on a separate occasion on set, and then was seen trying to grope one of the guys in a vehicle and kissing on his neck. Of course, Kevin Lehman comes out and goes, well, I'm just joking. That's another thing I can't stand. It's when people do nasty stuff and then under the guise that, well, I was just joking. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just such a cop-out. So a lot of people said that as well, that he was trying to cover it with sarcasm. But I think Ellen DeGeneres is, is in a boatload of trouble over this. Yeah, and she posted that apology we got the quotation marks up yeah. when we say that apology yeah and so now some celebs are starting to come out like brad garrett um who was uh ray's old older younger brother on uh everybody yeah. loves raymond yep. Yep. big tall deep voice everybody and, loves raymond and leah thompson who was in the back to the future movies if you're not mm. familiar with um both have said that yeah she's just a, a horrible person and the word is is that um her wife, Portia, like has wanted to leave for years, but Ellen basically just keeps buying her shit to, to keep her to stick around. That's creepy. Yeah. Dude. dude, people leave double lives. Creep me out, man. Yep. But I'm not one bit surprised by that at all. And what do you got over there? You had some stuff pulled up. Uh, well, I had to just Lane Maxwell who, I mean, Oh yeah. Oh God. How can we forget about just so that yeah, Galan, uh, Galan, whatever, whatever the hell her name is. Her name is. Nah, I don't care at this point. Um, she's going to be, she, she's going to suicide herself here in a couple. First, of days yeah, anyway. first off, she is still alive, um, and the courts ruled that these documents that have been sealed for I want to say five years or so um, are, are unsealed now. So some new stuff is coming out, and there's supposedly some more bombshell stuff in her deposition that is supposed to be released this week. Her lawyers are fighting it, which tells me that there's probably some, some serious shit in there if, if her lawyers yeah. don't want it to come out. Um, but in, in the documents that have been released, most of it is testimony from Miss Virginia Gouffray, I believe is how you say her name. Guffrey Gouffray. Gouffray, whatever. whatever. I don't the, the blonde, potatoes, potatoes, let's call the whole thing The, the one that accused uh, Prince Andrew. But in those, in those... Um, statements that she made that's now been released she says that 
She was directed by Ghislaine Maxwell. This is a Virginia Gouffre again. Was directed by Ghislaine Maxwell to have sex with um, the the Prince Andrew, uh, New Mexico former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, an individual described as another prince, and another individual described as the large hotel chain owner. So I don't know if that's. I mean, this was Paris Hilton. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, that'd be interesting. I mean, it could have been her dad, maybe. Yeah. I mean, as long ago as this, this was this is what early two thousands. Yeah, this, this is going back on? almost twenty years. Yeah. With, with what's going on here, and then uh, Bill Clinton came up in that, and while she said that she never witnessed him um, having sex with young girls, she did see him with two young girls. Um, from New York the, uh, that she said were younger girls, approximately 15, 16 years old. And we already knew from the documentaries that Bill Clinton's name appears on the flight logs uh, several occasions, along with Bill Gates and a myriad of others. So Virginia Gouffray or Guffrey, I'm going to call her Guffrey. I don't it's like Juicy Smollett. I just I don't like it. So Virginia Guffrey is saying that she actually saw Bill Clinton on Pedophile Island with two young girls, and I think she also said that she can identify the, them as well. Yeah, she she didn't say their names. She just said she knew them from New York. Now, here's the thing. Alan Dershowitz is coming out because he's getting accused, too, of sleeping with uh, Virginia Guffrey. Dershowitz is coming out, and he's got a pretty good argument to this. He was on one of the news shows the other night saying that he was he was at Jeffrey Epstein's island in the beginning, but he was only there with his wife and his daughter and his grandchildren, and he was there with another lawyer, that, and they worked for Epstein, and he said, hey, go down to the island, get away, or do something. I can't remember. Maybe it was some kind of retreat. Uh, but he claims he was there, but he was only there with his family, and that this is all lies this girl is making up. So, But now, he didn't say that Bill Clinton was a lie, but he said she was lying about him. And this has already been put to rest. He is coming out, Dershowitz, and trying to encourage an investigation. He says he has not been investigated yet with this. So we're going to see what happens. But Dershowitz seems to have a pretty good pretty good defense when he tells it. Now, the one thing is, Bill Clinton's a pervert. Everybody knows that. Yes. Paula Jones. Have, Paula jo- have you ever looked at Paula Jones? I mean, all these girls that he, or women, years ago that he was raping Mm-hmm. forcing to have sex when he was the governor of Arkansas. And then the Monica Lewinsky thing. Dude, when somebody tells me they saw Bill Clinton on a private island with two young girls in each arm, yeah. I don't, I don't, well, not no, just, Bill would never do that. Not just any private island, but the, Jeffrey Epstein's, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein's private island. island. I mean, I, why else would you be there? Um, same thing with Bill Gates. I mean, he's, he's been on that flight log numerous times. And in these documents, uh, Virginia says, I remember asking Jeffrey, what's Bill Clinton doing here? And he laughed it off and said, well, he owes me a favor. He never told me what the favors were. I never knew. I didn't know if it was serious or a joke. And then said that uh, Epstein told her that everyone owes him favors. They're all in each other's pockets. Well, and that's the thing. Nobody hung out with Jeffrey Epstein because he was a fun guy. Yeah. No. Nobody did. They hung out with him because he was a financier. He could get money and he could get tail. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That's the only reason anybody would ever go there. Yeah. And that's been said before. I mean, that's that's come out. But yeah, I think this uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell thing 
is going to be really interesting in the next couple of weeks. Which, uh, but you know, we're talking about Ghislaine Maxwell. We're talking about UFOs. We're talking about all this, all this other stuff. Nobody brings up Tara Reid anymore. Yeah, that's that's the scary thing is, is that all through all this shit, all these scandals that they had are just kind of being swept under the rug, rightfully so, because they they want to keep it fucking beat. Excuse me, beat down. Um, yeah, it's, the Tara Reid thing blows my mind. How big of a story that was, and then all of a sudden, basically, well. George Floyd and, and COVID happened. Yeah. I mean, just and completely haven't heard it. a word about it since, you know, speaking of that, speaking of COVID, uh, you were telling me earlier today that, uh, city of Peoria, yeah, Peoria, Peoria, County, Peoria County. County. He, yeah. On, I guess it was Thursday. I don't know if Pritzker was in Peoria. I think he was, but I'm not positive. But anyway, he basically made a statement that well, there's good restaurants in Peoria. Yeah. Right. Um, he made a statement saying that because of the spikes in both Peoria and LaSalle counties, which are part of region two, since they've now re redone the regions, we used to have, I think four regions and now there's 11. Um, but region two, which basically is all of central Illinois. Um, the, the numbers have gone up significantly in Peoria and LaSalle counties. And his statement at the time was that they had basically gone up for four straight days both in percentages and positives versus tests. And he said that if that continued for a total of seven days, which would basically be today, uh, that he was going to move them back to phase three, which is bars closed, restaurants severely restricted. Wow. Didn't really get into anything about the other service industries like, you know, salons and, and whatnot. But I watched the numbers for Peoria County, at least, from Thursday, Friday, uh, yeah, Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday, and they went up every day. Yeah. And so I just, I'm expecting literally either today or tomorrow another press conference. Plus, yesterday we just had, um, they had the white trash bash, which is basically a big boat party in the, the Illinois River. And I had friends that were there. They said it wasn't what it usually is, but there were still an estimated 500 people there. And it's elbows and assholes. I mean, you basically, everybody pulls their boats up, ties together, and it's just eight to 10 hour drink fest. Well, I think waiting it, around in look, the water. I, I think you're going to be wise to try and limit really, really close contact in big groups. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I've said this before, just like we do in the flu season, nobody gets together and has a party where you're face to face with 100 people during the flu season. At least you try not to do that. Most people don't think about it. Because if you get the flu, you get the flu. Uh, you know, I was coming across a lot of stories on the internet. And this is something I want to touch on real quick about COVID-19. There was a gal that was the, uh, I think she was the first recipient of a double lung transplant. And she had COVID-19. And she was, I don't know, 23 or 24 years old. But she had underlying health conditions. And that actually scared me. I'm like, God, a double lung transplant. That's terrible. But here's the thing. That hasn't happened before, but young people with underlying health conditions die frequently in the flu season. It just doesn't get reported. It's not news. It's accepted. So what they're doing now is they're pushing this thing about the COVID-19, and we know it exists. We know it's, you know, we know it's a bad case of the flu, a really bad case of the flu, but it's out there, and so many people are getting it, and so few people are dying. But here's the thing, too. The, the positives are coming out from, like, Florida. We touched on that where they were wrong. They were being misreported. They were padding the numbers. 
And I can't remember which one it was, but uh, the CDC director even admitted that there's a high probability that they're blaming COVID-19 deaths or they're blaming regular deaths on COVID-19 to pad the numbers to get more money because when they have a COVID-19 death, they get a payout the hospital does. So I I just don't believe anything. I can't. Yeah, no, it's... And what are you going to do? Okay, so what? So we got a so we got a pandemic, COVID nineteen. It makes you really sick. Some people, most people, walk around never know they have it. Asymptomatic people is really hard for them to spread it because they're not coughing and they're not sneezing. Right. So any chance this governor gets, or they, these they other governors, they got to be talking like they have to six be in inches your from face. your face, or like lick their hand and shake your. I mean, yeah, or lick something. I don't know, <laughs> but it's. And the governors are using this as another excuse to shut it down and ruin the economy. And that really pisses me off because a lot there's a lot of people, if they didn't close up and file bankruptcy and walk away the first time, they will the second time because they can't make it another two or yeah, three months if we, of not being open. They if can't. we Nobody get shut can. down again, it's. It, I mean, we think that the, the economy suffered this time. Like you said, it's going to be devastating. And it's going to happen. It's. I don't think it's I, worth it to people. I, I just have very, very little hope that we're going to stay open through this, yeah, especially I, this state. I mean, I do too. I mean, we're one of the most liberals. Well, only because of Chicago. Right. I mean, downstate Illinois has always swung pretty well red. Yeah. But it's those handful of counties up, up North around cook that, that just decimate us. Well, and, and my, to that point in, in our area, we're technically small town people. I mean, we do have a couple of bigger cities, but for the most part, you know, a lot of us are just a bunch of good old boys like to have a good time. So what the hell do you think is going to happen when they, cause uh, I applaud him for doing it, but it's not going to work. Basically he's saying that instead of shutting down a whole region, he's going to do it county by county as needed. Well, what the hell do you think is going to happen when he shuts Peoria County down? What? They're going to go elsewhere. Oh, I was going to. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. They're going to go to surrounding counties. Yeah, they're going like to go to Tazewell. They gonna, yep, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. So they're going to go spend gonna their money. But push it out to where now those counties are going to start getting more and more. There's there's a guy on uh, on the morning radio here in Bloomington, Scott Robbins, and I love it when he says this. He goes, this governor is picking the winners and the losers. He's choosing who's going to be profitable and who's not going to be profitable. And I can tell you this right now. If, uh, if my main customer has to do another shutdown because of COVID, it not only will it ruin them, but it'll decimate me. Right. I won't be able to go through, you know, I'm in this lull right now of work, but I've planned it out. I've, I'm making it happen. We got a plan going. Uh, but if this happens two months down the road, I'd be done. Right. We can't do this. I'd rather get sick and get COVID. And most older people at this point too would rather risk dying of COVID and seeing their son's business or their daughter's business, or yeah. their relative's business, not going to bankruptcy. You know, people yeah, have already I mean, started, bad. and we call it taking the pump action. It's a probably not funny, but it's a term we use for, how was your day? I'm going to take the pump action for suicide. There's going to be people doing this. There already has been people doing this. Depression is up so high, uh, mental health issues, and you can't hardly go. And just now, you can go back and see a psychiatrist. We got people that can't go to the doctors that are suffering right now. They keep shutting everything down. Couple that with not being able to get money, not being able to get paid, being laid off. The money runs out. You can't pay the bills. We're not afraid of COVID anymore. 
we're afraid that our country is coming to an end. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, look, as we've said many, many times, we know that this is a real and serious illness, but it's still overblown. And and we know who it affects the most as far as uh, lives in danger. And it's not people like us and the young. And I don't want the people that are susceptible to death by this to get it. But at the same time, I mean, are you literally going to just flush the whole damn country down the toilet or, you know, at some point you just got to live and do the best you can. They know that this has almost zero effect on children, that it doesn't spread with children. They've been saying this. They've done studies on this. Yeah. Yet they keep wanting to shut the schools down and keep the schools closed. These teachers that get paid, regardless of whether they're in school or not, wow, well, we don't want to go back. We don't want to risk our lives. Don't go to Walmart. Don't leave your house then. It's asinine that the kids, they're actually talking about not sending them to school. How long do you expect kids to be cooped up in a house? For what? For z- almost zero risk? I mean, how many kids is this killed? I mean, the number is so small. I mean, the kid has to have an underlying health kit. I mean, it's, it's just ignorant. It's just ignorant. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I, like Dee said, they're likely going to shut down Peoria County. McLean County numbers are still going up. That's where we live currently right now in Illinois. And I just... Yeah, I, I mean, if they shut Peoria down, it's only a matter of time before the rest of it goes. Because, I mean, then... The, well, it's they, monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, the cases are going up just about everywhere in Illinois. In fact, in the entire country... I think the only there's like three or four states where it's actually trending downward and that's like Maine and Vermont. It's all New England states, Maine, Vermont and places where not many people live. Anyway. Yeah, but it'll trend down and who knows it may spike up. Yeah, no, it it, it probably will. But they're, I just it's beating a dead horse. At this R- point. Real quick. Did you see the the doctors talking in front of the Supreme Court? Yeah, I did. And the, the woman that said that. Teaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the one nut of, out of all of, of all, them. yeah, of I all know. the ones that they could feature, they featured the woman who said that alien DNA was being used in medical treatments. Oh, and, and sex with demons. Yeah, and, and, and scientists were cooking up a vaccine to prevent people from being religious. Magic eight bolts. Why, yeah, why didn't they screen this 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 person? I mean, she's not helping the cause at all, man. She's that's distracting from what we. Okay, I get it. She agrees about the COVID nineteen. But, dude, look at the stuff they dug right. up on her. Yeah. This, somebody should have uh, vetted her a little better before they stuck her in front of the cameras. and The stuff that she came up with. Yeah, like the magic eight balls were like of the devil and and it was prophesizing and all this kind of weird stuff. No. And I still haven't. I started fact checking it and then I just stopped because it's. She blames metal conditions on witches and demons and says that people have sex with demons in a dream world. Uh, they, they turn into a woman and then they sleep with a man and collect his sperm. Then they turn into a man and sleep with a woman and deposit the sperm and reproduce more of themselves. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, so anything that they, any good that those doctors could have done, they just erased it yeah. by having that nut job up there. Yeah, they had that that big press conference, whatever. I know it was on like Breitbart Live on Facebook, and literally within 24 hours, all this other stuff came out about this nut job that things that she'd said in the past. So yeah, okay. Just because she agrees about the hydroxychloroquine, 
Yeah, they basically dug up her entire life story. There's there's there are stupid people that agree with with smart things and smart people that agree with stupid things all the time. We get that. But the hydroxychloroquine has really chapped the liberals asses though because it's being proven it's effective. And, and I mean, she's not done either. Facebook took the video down and they, they took it on Tuesday. She declared that Jesus Christ would destroy the social media giant servers if her yeah, videos were not restored. I heard that. My God, uh, I got no reply. Yeah. You know why they're taking that? We know why they took down that video because it goes against the World Health Organization. Yeah. Which has been in China's pocket and lied about what was going in going on in China. So I don't know where they get this whole World Health Organization. If it goes against that, we have to take it down because it violates our standards. Free speech, free thought violates your standards. That's why they do have to be regulated if they're going to do that. Right. If they're going to be an open discussion forum, they don't need to be regulated. If they're going to start controlling content, then they need to be regulated, just like any other news provider or content provider. Right. I mean, they're going to pick and choose based on what they want to see an outcome of something. So oh, yeah. That's, that's right. all there is to it. Yep. So anyway, I think we did pretty darn good today. Dees, you got anything to wrap up? Uh, no, a lot of sports stuff been going on. Um, we'll cover that in a, uh, the next episode of Hanging With. Um, I don't know when I'm going to have the energy and not the headache to do it. Maybe today, I think maybe somebody's tomorrow. got a napper coming up. Yeah, somebody's got a long nap coming up. I, t- I texted Dees at 2 in the morning. I'm like, uh, let's push this. Let's push this back a little bit. And he immediately <laughs> responded back to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's on. Yep, it's going to be a rough one. So anyway, hey, that wraps it up for today and this week. We'll be back next Sunday with more goings on. And I promise, I promise you next Sunday, we will not talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and her vagina scented candles. At least not first. At least not first. We'll <laughs> save that for last. Save the best for last. This is Eldonzo out, baby. See ya.